Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number six. And in this take, we talk a little bit about Victor's new favorite podcast, The Nerdist with Chris Hardwick, and his influence on what we're trying to do here, actually. And then we talk a little bit about, uh, inevitably, Victor's distraction with his Instagram models, etc. But we managed to bring it back and get a little more grounded, talking about what exactly our higher power is and what that means in the context of the conversation we're having. And in doing so, we bring up my experience from when I was in a deprivation tank uh, a couple times, which is pretty cool. We also talk a little about the philosophy of self. Why are we here? What are we doing? What keeps us grounded? And that, of course, brings us back and forth in between the universe. Our place in the vastness of space, as so, say. With that being said, we hope you enjoy. I was thinking, I didn't know, I have it like this, you think? I don't know. I mean, you you sound fine. I'm the one who's always a little off. Did you uh, listen to the newest Chris Hardwick? Uh, no, I've been catching up on... I had, I had, like, a playlist of, like, 30-something episodes that I was going to catch up on. I should have. 30-something episodes? Yeah, I've, been, I've been knocking them out. I, w- I went through all the way to, like, the beginning. Oh. 2011 of, of or whatever. Nerdist. Of Yeah, of the Nerdist to check out which just people that I want to listen to, make sure I listen to. Right now, I'm near the end of Nick Offerman, who played Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec, is what he's best known for. And let's see, I went through and I did like Tom Hanks was, I think, I don't know. It's just been like a huge blur because I've just been knocking them out. Uh, Bob Saget's up next, Rick Moranis, Billy Crystal, Buzz Aldrin, Charlie Day, Jeff Bridges, Tom Hanks Returns, Harrison Fors, Aziz Ansari, and John Lovitz. So I've got a few to, oh yeah, Steve Carell, Jimmy Kimmel, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, (laughs) damn, Bill Nye will just been knocking them out. Holy cow, man. Yeah, this is really the only podcast I listen to other than our own. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I, dude, I get something from, from this podcast. It's weird. I, I tend not to. Are, are we having sound issues again? No. Um, no. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. What is that? Nothing. nothing what nothing, is that nothing, bright nothing, orange nothing. bar that No, just no. The bright started... orange is the music. The bright orange is the music. I freaked out for a second because I saw the current recording oh, over record yeah. the monkey sound effect but i can just copy and paste that from another file it's cool everything's under control as <laughs> usual when victor's around dude you gotta get this under control man it, everything gotta, it's fine it's totally good i know it's cool you, but we gotta set you up with a template it's it's i have pretty, a template yeah i just use the previous file from every episode if you, had, just, if you if you had a proper template that wouldn't have happened you would no you wouldn't i have just to forgot to i just file. forgot to click onto the onto the track below it mm, okay. everything's fine everything's cool I know. i'm not freaking out i thought you were as well you should yeah no uh Nerd, nerdist is a good podcast I, I i can't remember how i stumbled across it it was years ago though it's great. I think I think I found it on the the top charts. Really? I, th- I think it was up there. I, I don't know if it's still up there, but I he mean, has such a he has such a non threatening and very warm yeah personality. Yeah. I'd love to meet him someday. 
You know he's a recovering alcoholic. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sure he, he always talks about that. that. Yeah, he does talk yeah. about that. See, people with good recovery programs always talk about their recovery program. Like, they try not to, but they can't help it because it's part of their life. Yeah, he was. He mentioned, I think, when the episode with Jimmy Kimmel that I just listened to, because uh, they knew each other. They weren't, like, friends, but they knew each other, like, 20 years ago. They worked at the same radio station or whatever. And I think, um, as time went on, Jimmy was like, yeah, I was, like, kind of concerned for you, but the way he, Chris, interpreted it was, like, he said something funny, like, yeah, when you're an alcoholic, like, the way you perceive things is, like, it, it, he said something weird, but, like, um... Like, everybody thinks that you're awesome, or you... He, I can't remember what... I'm fucking it up. But he said something that was really funny. The way that yeah. he, alcoholics, see the world, or the perception of others, or their... How they interpret other people's perceptions on them. Yeah. Like, pretty much like, if you're concerned for my health, you're just cramping my style, type of thing is what he pretty much described i think yeah well he had an interesting experience too just because his his trip with alcoholism i mean he he sobered up before he was 20 i think i mean he was he only had a couple of years that he was well he was 25 i think when he was on mtv when he worked for mtv he was born in like 68 or 70 or something like that yeah he's young uh, Rob Lowe, I think, also became sober by the time he was, like, 26. You know who Rob Lowe is? No, I, lo- I love Rob Lowe. I know that he had some issues later on. I don't know if he relapsed. It's so no. hard to stay I saw an interview with him. Man. I saw an interview with him, and I think he's been sober for, like, an insane amount of years. Like, 20-plus years or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, no, I you, you see it in, in Hardwick, though, that... He, he models his life after what his recovery program is, which is car- carrying the message to other people. I would really love to meet him. Because he kind of, the persona that I imagine based on just the audio when I uh, listen to the podcast, like, he's kind of like, uh, 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 like this, like, uh, 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 yeah. like a little dodgy, like squirrely almost, but like. Have you seen him on At Midnight? Uh, yes, I think I have. I've seen him a few times, just yeah. from that and Walking or he's Talking he's Dead. Oh yeah, that's right. He does Talking Dead. Yeah. yeah, forgot about that. Speaking of which, I saw Fear the Walking Dead on my DVR, and I still chose not to watch it. Five sep- episodes have self-recorded already, <laughs> and I was like, ah, uh, not yet, not yet, not yet. I I still haven't watched last week's actually. Last but week. something that Chris Hardwick said. Um, in regards to just television in general, is that our culture these days with television is it it needs to be an instant success the first season. Like, people have a very short attention span. Because they talked about how, when he had Conan on the show, how that, Conan, they they wanted to cancel Conan. Like, in the early 90s, they were like, "We're we're canceling the show, but it's still on the air because we don't have anything to replace it with yet. Is pretty much what they said. But then after a few seasons, like, as, as he always says, like, letting a show breathe and kind of find itself. Yeah. And I'll give, I mean, Fear the Walking Dead is subpar, but I understand it's in the third season. Hopefully it's not so bland. Seasons four, five, or six, but come on. Like. Oh, well, I mean, it's a, it's a franchise, man. You gotta, you gotta What's make this it other like, one yeah. they have now? Like, where they're, I saw, um, 
previews where they're like on a military base in the desert or something. It's like another Walking Dead spinoff. No, that's the that's the current period of the Walking Dead season. Military base? Yeah, they're on a military base. In or the war- desert? Yeah. They're on a military base. Are there new the character? Are there new main... Are there... I thought they, was, they came out with, like, another show. No. Are you sure? I feel like I would have heard if there was another Walking Dead spinoff that they were giving promos for. I'm gonna Google this right you now. You can Google it all you want, but... I'll let you look the fool. Alright. Googling. This is gonna take a minute. We can talk about something else. There's something else that I'd wanted to... Maybe it'll spark. What? I can't remember. I might I know, we, I, I'm thinking about instituting no phones rule. I'm To look this. up research? No, but you get distracted later on in the podcast. I'm looking... <laughs> I have the video as well, so... Oh, we're not videotaping now, though. No, we're not videotaping now, but I've looked at the video in the past. <laughs> and towards... Memes and models, man. Memes minutes, and models. In, you're, you're totally <laughs> disengaged. And it's, it's because I end up looking look up information on the phone that well, pertain to it, something that we were discussing, and then I check my and then I check my. I try to fill the silence, and I sound like a jackass when I try to. Fill and then the I silence. check my Instagram because you're not paying attention, and you totally disengaged from the conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, I really don't know what to do with that. I'm just going to be silent and I'll let the silence permeate because I'm I'm tired of looking like a jackass. You're, you're on your phone. Literally for forty five minutes, you can't you can't be off your phone. It's like it's like four to five minutes. Not let's talk about that. Let's talk about it's like my default. Like go to Instagram and see. Let's talk about yeah your issue right now. Get off your damn. There was one that I thought. Here, let me just show you one. Okay, no, shutting it down. You are killing me right now. There was one thing that I saw earlier that I knew you'd appreciate, but I'll show it to you later. Oh my god, (laughs) this is ridiculous. Because you have a slow phone too, and so you gotta wait for your phone to load. <clears throat> no, my I phone's. Mean, I figured it out. Um, okay. And you're eating. Like, come on, man. You thought the printer was going, or the printer was going off last time, and you were like, "And the printer's going off." You could not hear the printer at all in the audio. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I know because the microphones were um, facing the opposite direction. But now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, my phone's not slow because what I did was I ended up. Deleting some podcast episodes itself down that download automatically that I have no interest in right now, like TED and some other stuff that's not the oh, nerdist. You don't have any interest in TED talks? No, I have them, but I'll get to them when I get to them. I don't have anything. You're never. The get only to thing them. that I have download. Because Chris auto- Hardwick's yeah. putting on podcasts. Nerdist is the only thing time. that I have download automatically oh because God. it takes up too much space. Let's in my talk phone. about addictions, man. I'm addicted to these cookies right you're, now. You're addicted to Chris Hardwick. It's a solid podcast. Better be glad that I was what are you addicted to? So, <laughs> so <laughs> hey, it's all right. We're all what? What is it? We're all either. Um, there's two types of. What did Ray say? There's two types of people out there: addicts or those recovering at. Or what did he say? Those people in recovery and those people in denial. Yeah, yeah. Those people in 
in recovery and most people in denial. So what are you, Victor? Are you in recovery or are you in denial? Uh, I'm in that that sweet spot right in between. Oh, so you're in denial. What am I addicted to? I guess you can argue that I'm addicted to my phone, but I'm really not. Like, I can totally go. Like, if you take away my phone, I'm not going to die. But I do enjoy Instagram a lot. <laughs> I have zero self-control when it comes to, uh, like, eating cookies and stuff and ice cream. And what, other ground, what grounds you? What gives you meaning and purpose in life? Like, that's ultimately what the question is. What grounds like, that's, me? That's the essence of a, of a good purpose? recovery program. What, what grounds you and gives you purpose in life? What gives me purpose? Like, right now? What gives you purpose in life? Like, to li- like what is the purpose of your existence in this world? I think the purpose of my existence in this world has not yet manifested itself to me. Okay. But... Where will that come from? I mean, like... I don't know. If I knew where it could, would come from, I'd go look for it. What if it never comes? No, that's not true. What if I it think, never comes? What's that? What if it never comes? No, I think it would. You think? You don't know. I always thought it'd be super cool to be a, a, a millionaire and, like, have... Buy plots of land and have it just like nothing can be built on it and just have it like a zone just for animals and and stuff <laughs> what are you shaking your head about i have no idea how, you, <laughs> how did you get to that state because that's there's so this, totally divorced from anything because we there's these about. there's these two houses across from my house one of them <laughs> um got renovated and sold the other one got knocked down and a new one got built so you totally and just I, t- took like a ninety degree turn, <laughs> and I would have loved, okay. and I would have loved to see those houses just get knocked down, and then like just have plants and trees planted and stuff, and I'd have a fence like a metal, a nice black metal fence around it, and no one could go in there except for me. You know, just be an area just for you know animals to run around and frolic. Cool man, <laughs> that's. Was there a, pur- a purpose to that story? Or was it just Yeah, you asked me what my purpose is, and my purpose is being one with animals and saving uh, areas where people fuck it up. Okay, I yeah. hate the, that shit. The, on- the only reason... The, uh, the, the main point that I was getting at is, like, the whole purpose is that people have a higher power. Like, whatever that higher power is, is, like, what grounds you in the world. Like, what gives you meaning. Like, what is... What is it that's that like cornerstone in the tumult of the swirling seas? You know, what is it that keeps you anchored and on solid ground? I don't like what keeps you from going crazy. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot, knowing there's, that there's every, a lot of different ways that you can look at it. Yeah, like, just like, okay. But I mean, basically, it comes to like higher power. That's okay, like this is how I this is how I keep like. from going crazy. We're all just on this organic spaceship floating through the universe everything is okay yeah you know the universe loves us the universe loves you everything is cool and you don't need to get worked up about things that are just so minute and are just are nothing are nothing see have you seen the image of a pale blue dot it's um it's an image when 
Oh, what was the name of the satellite? I want to say it's something like Viking, like one in Viking 2 or something weird like that. They satellite it that went out. I think they were supposed to go, like, uh, map or take images of, like, some far out planet like Saturn or Jupiter, something really, oh, something weird like that. Was, uh, and they, there's an image, and it's yeah. just a tiny, tiny little blue dot, and that's planet Earth. And that was an image taken from one of those satellites. Yeah. Everything's cool. Oh, I think I think that's beautiful. I really do. And as far as, yeah, that's a that's a great sense of grounding, man. I really, I approve. <laughs> I, I approve. <laughs> what about you? What about me? I mean, for me, it's, well, it's always been my relationship with God, basically. Is that okay. I know that God loves me. And God, the universe, life, love, it's, they're all synonymous. It's all the same thing, whether you want, whether people want to believe it or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, as simple as it goes, I just simply believe that God loves me. And that's that's sort of the core at any... And from there, everything else sort of flowers. That Yeah, love extends beyond us to the animals, plants, etc., like whatever. You know, when love, you give, love is omnipresent. When you give things away, when you give anything, it eventually becomes depleted. Even when you give your energy. Yeah. Love... Never depletes. Mm. That's beautiful. <laughs> the Rick's Thorsell seal of approval. Keep eating the. You're, I've been eating all these cookies. Here, have the last four. I ate yeah, all let's, of them. Let's, let's ruffle the uh, right next to the mic. I um, I was upset several years ago. I went into uh, one of those uh, deprivation tanks. No way. Yeah. That would freak me the hell out. Yeah, I was hoping it would freak me out, and it didn't, because nothing happened. I went twice, and my friend Jessica, she was like, we get out, and she's like, whoa, I was, like, floating through space, and I saw all these images of, like, my childhood up till now, and I remember, like, these VHS tapes that I hadn't seen when I was a kid, but now I remember them, it was weird, and this, and that, and that, and this, and she's telling me all this, and the guy who was in the area who, like, checked us in and everything... He's, he says, he's not to say, he's like, oh, yeah, the life review. Like, that's a thing. Like, there's, like, seven different things oh or God. ten different things that, like, people regularly experience going into these tanks. And she experienced, quote, unquote, the life review, what she got. I got nothing. I was so upset. I sat really? in this tank. I sat in this tank. It was cool. I could hear my eyes blink, as crazy as that sounds. I could hear my eyes blink. Okay, I've, I've heard it gets that like it's oh it's my you're completely deprived of everything. Oh, um, and it was what sucked is I could I could feel it, I could hear my heartbeat, but I could hear it in in my ears. Yeah. Like it was real. Like I could feel I could hear the the pulsating of my pulse yeah. in my head. Yeah. It was so weird. Um, and when you blink, when you open and close your eyes, it looks the exact same. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. But yeah, I was hoping to trip balls, and I didn't, and it sucked. <laughs> and I went again a second time, and the same thing happened. You're, um, you're too zen. That's I think that's what the problem is, is that 
I mean, people people are very uncomfortable when it comes to totally shutting out all the senses. But if you're grounded and you have a good sense of, yeah, you know, whatever your sense of self, like you have that grounding already, you're not going to get disoriented the way that another person. My might. plan was the next time I went in there was just get really high and go in, but that never happened because I never went again after two times because uh, I was upset. I was just like, I'm I'm want to go in this. Not to just trip balls, but, like, I want to go in there for the experience of the expansion of my mind, and it never happened, and so I was very upset it about was, it. it wasn't relaxing or anything like that? Like, did you feel, like, rested afterwards or anything? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, w- when you're in this tank, the water is the same temperature as your body. Uh, there's, uh, like, salt in it, so you float, mm. so you're buoyant. It's really crazy because... Your elbows or something, let's say part of your body is in the water, part of your body is out the water, but the temperature inside is also the same temperature as your body. So okay. you don't really, you can't really differentiate unless you, you know, move your hand yeah. Then you can obviously feel that it, there's water on it. Uh, you can hear yourself blink. Everything's completely black. But yes, afterwards, the second time I went, I was extremely relaxed and I moved very slowly. Like... I did everything intentionally. I was extremely observant of everything around me and I moved very slow and I just took my time with everything and it was just like <laughs> listeners don't know what I'm talking about but I'm giving you the visual like how slowly I would move and just kind of look at stuff like it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty relaxing. Yeah. That would freak me the hell out. I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, so. especially downtown Chicago. I uh, like if you're trying to get get on a bus across the street. Like, the pace of the city um, is definitely way too intense when you walk out of one of these things. That's why they let oh, you yeah. sit there and just chill, chill out. Mm-hmm. And they have like lights are dim. I think there might be incense or like one of those machines that shoots out scented mist. You okay. know, you put oil in it and it shoots out scented mist. There's tea for you to drink, and then they have journals for you to write down your experience in, and you can read other people's experiences. Wow. Yeah, it's on, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but for those listening, it is on Fullerton. It's like on Fullerton in Lincoln, and it's one of those places you, like, walk into, you, like, walk on the street level, you walk down steps to get into this place. I don't know if that name, that's kind of... I can't remember what the name is, though, no. but it's on Fullerton. It's like dream... It's something generic, like... I don't know. Deprivation Dr- Chamber Store? No, no. You can just Google Deprivation <laughs> Tank. <laughs> yeah. See where that leads you. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Wow. I mean, I dude, when you had mentioned the... I don't know, just the concept of us being that speck in the universe. It is very disorienting. I mean, you've been to, you've been on farms and whatever and looked up in the sky where it's, oh, it's just amazing. Like totally yeah. black, like the, the stars are as when I was crystal in, clear as when I was in Colorado, The best experience I ever had was when I was in Colorado in Red Feather Lakes, which is like an hour, or it's like 45 minutes to an hour northwest of uh, shit, I can't remember what the name of the town is. It's a college town shit whatever um just google red feather lakes i went up there and you can see the stars when the moon it's a full moon you don't need a flashlight it's like completely lit up it's really cool um and you can see the stars and you can see the milky way 
And there are thousands and thousands, million, like there's millions. There's so many stars, it's overwhelming. It's so disorienting. And the, that was the very first time, too, I ever saw a shooting star when I was up there. And really? It was like, it's, it's gone, and it's there and gone in like a flash. But it yeah. was really cool. I just that that freaks me out almost as much as being like confined in a in a small space. Just the vastness of space. Yeah, right. Oh, the scientists actually discovered a new it was a new wavelength or something like that recently. Really? There have been a lot of really cool scientific discoveries going on when it comes to space in the past couple of years. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson's re- really been pumping out his uh, public appearances. Bill Nye too. Bill Nye's been stepping up. But he, his is more political. He is like global warming oriented, which shouldn't be effing political. But right, he has to go on and argue against dumbasses who don't yeah. know anything. What's this new wavelength about in space? I I can't remember exactly what it is, and so I'm probably going to be a moron by <laughs> saying something incorrect. But I my curiosity is what color is it? No, it's not. It's not but a you know color how, wavelength. Uh, no, but you know how like no, man, the rainbow. I, I I believe that it had something to do with the fact that they are guessing that there was a there was a an explosion in space that they were just getting the wavelengths just now. And this happened like a million years ago, billions and billions of years ago, and we just discovered it now because of some something that happened in the universe that we don't know. That happened billions of years ago, but we're just feeling it now. It's so wild how um, everything is like... I sometimes think how... I do believe that everything is infinitely small and infinitely big. Yeah. Like, imagine... I, I don't really know what that means. So, for example... Like... I don't know. I just have a really wild imagination. I'm always like thinking of stuff. But imagine being so miniature that, like, you're in the fire. Like, this carpet down here, it's not a thick carpet. It's super thin, right? It's like you can pretty much feel the concrete or whatever it is underneath here. Yeah. But imagine being so tiny that if we're in this uh, carpet that these fibers are, like, like as tall as, like, skyscrapers or something crazy like that. Honey, I shrank the kids. Yeah, like that, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. And then we're that tiny, Ant-Man. right? Ant-Man! No, listen. Ant-Man! Great Marvel movie. And then we're, we're that tiny, right? Yeah. We're that, we're already so damn tiny. And then imagine we're in there, and then shrink it down even more to being in the fibers of, like, the shoes that we have already being super tiny and just keep going and going and going and going and going. But also, I have this crazy, wild idea. Um, you know how you were, you, let's say you go outside and you look out into space, or you take a shuttle and you're out into space. You can only see so far, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I wonder the same thing, too, like, say, with any microscopic uh, entity, you know, um, living thing, how far out can they see? Right, you got like like this little microscopic mm. thing that's in the foam of this microphone, or like even on some even as uh, even on a super flat surface where nothing would theoretically obstruct its vision from where it is here to like the corner or over there by the door or something. But how far can it really see? So what I'm getting at is like what lies beyond outer space that we can't see but maybe exists. 
we, we have no idea. I love that's, thinking about I, stuff I mean, like that's, that. that's, I think, what really gets a lot of these astrophysicists so enthusiastic about their work is that, I mean, really, there's nothing greater than the mysteries of the universe. There really isn't. I mean, that that is where the answers to all of our questions lie, beyond what we can see. Yeah. And it's out there. It's out there. It's just beyond anything that we'll ever be able to, like, we'll, ne- we'll never be able to. It's go- It will be based off of our biological composition. We will never unlock the mysteries of the universe fully. There will always be something that I know, just, but that's cool. It's not observant to us. Yeah. Like, that isn't that so things, crazy? It keeps things interesting. I mean, just the fact of other life, the probability of other life, sentient life, being out there is just so great that it's almost a certainty that there's sentient life out there. Where? We may, we may, we may never even come within shouting distance yeah, of that sentient life. I can't wait to... Um, I mean, I can, because I'm like 29, but uh, I can't wait to physically die and then have my and then have the wonders of the universe handed to me on a silver platter when my spirit leaves this world yeah gosh i always wonder what because i've always been of the opinion even since i was a child i was always of the opinion that there's no like i'm so there's no there's no way that my awareness can like i am what i am even when i'm dreaming i'm still there is still an essence of me that is in existence, sleeping or awake, like, I am, and I am. Like, yeah. I, I cannot not be. I simply am. So what what sort of am will I be after I die? Right. You know? Um, I read this book, and it says something like, they're, like, for example, me the uh me being victor marquez me from glen ellen me six feet tall me went to glenbard west high school and all like that and all that that this is just one facet of what i am you know like Mm. the id but like it's really just something very it's surface level it's yeah. not the core. Yeah. But because we're in this world that requires... We're constrained by... That requires answers and that requires compartmentalizing things. Like, I think that I am the center of my world. Yeah, yeah. And but I think I'm we not. Do. I'm just a vehicle for whatever, for this thing that's passing through this physical realm. Yeah. But it's, it's so crazy, because we are all... Isn't it crazy to think that we are all egocentric in that sense that the world, literally, it does revolve around us. Everything revolves around us. Oh, remember? That's, that's, that's why I thoroughly just enjoyed when we interviewed Elliot Hulse. Uh, he talks about like the ego and the ID yeah. and like the interface yeah. and understanding the world. Oh, I want to watch that again. That was so great. Yeah, Death of the Ego. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's there's some pretty powerful philosophy in that, and a lot of it really, and that's the thing, too, is that I, I believe that, you know, ultimately, fundamental sin comes down to the ego. Sin is that what separates us from the, the love of God. The love of God is selfless. 
but we by inherent nature are self. Like we cannot ultimately be selfless. We can work towards selflessness because that will ultimately connect us with the divine love of God that we can share with everyone else. But we have to recognize simply because we have those physical constraints, we are mortal beings. We can never fully break free of that ego. That well, I think that's what I mean. You, it's like that whole I, that, the whole idea behind Nirvana, reaching Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that was something too that I had sort of struggled to understand when I was studying Buddhism in seminary. Uh, Buddhism and Hinduism were was this this concept of self and no self and being like how do you you know how do you overcome yourself and that how, how can you be selfless if we are by our nature selfish in you know selfish beings simply because we we need to eat to live we need to um have bodily functions to be able to you know like do what we can do Dude, i think um I get the I get that idea. I get what they're I get it what they're trying to say and do and all. Um, and I think of that Buddhist monk from the '60s that lit himself on fire. Um, the Tibetan monk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think to myself like, there's no way. I I am fairly confident that that individual developed the skill where he can completely shut off. And his mind would go somewhere outside of himself. Because there's no way somebody could, like, light themselves on fire and just lay, per- and just sit perfectly still and be, like, in, <coughs> in, like, show no pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that he did that and then was able to, like, zap himself out of his body hmm. like that. So his mind went somewhere else, but his body was just there. It's possible. I mean, those... It's very possible. The mind is so powerful. There's this... um, Because, like, you... You can literally manipulate the things around you with your... With brain power. There was... um, I don't know how true this is. I'm a little skeptical of it, but I can see... Good, now it's the skepticism from Victor. Well, it came from someone that that I just, like, didn't really care for, so... (laughs) Okay. Um... But there was a story of this guy who got locked in a freezer and was, like, doing jumping jacks and, like, trying to stay warm, and he was, but then, like, couldn't take it, and he froze to death. And the autopsy says that he froze to death. So, like, how is this possible? The freezer wasn't turned on. And it was, like, because he was in his brain. He was so convinced that he was going to die of just freezing to death that that happened. Uh, However... Being somebody who has worked in a freezer, you know the you know the difference between when the freezer is turned on and when is when it is turned off. Yeah, but that just goes goes but, to illustrate an example of like the power of the mind. Well, look at shock. I mean, anyone who goes into shock versus when they get mortally wounded. You know, you, oh, see, yeah. you see people who will go into shock, and other people who will experience the pain. Yeah, and it's it that has to do with your the ability for your brain to process what's happening to you. It's like, not everyone goes into shock, right? Right. Because there's, for whatever reason, I actually don't know the medical science behind it, but, you know, there's a reason why that instead of, instead of literally just numbing everything out, they feel the pain, and even if it's, like, the exact same injury on someone else, it's like, 
for them, they, they are, can process and it. they can process it, which allows them a better chance of survival. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the mind is just—it's crazy. And well, there was that there was that study that was done about God. It had to have been two or three years ago, where it was uh, it was the cursing test, where you. Uh, person would hold their hand in a bucket of ice water, I believe, and they would hold it there for as long as they could and withdraw it. Then they would do it again, and they would be allowed to curse as much as they wanted, and it was like 20% longer. They were able to hold it really? for 20% longer because they cursed, and that was like, that ended up being a uh, one of those hypotheses that looks to be pretty convincing in its data that... Would they say... Would they say things and just not, Kurt? Would they just be say, completely silent? And yes. then okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other time they would say whatever, whatever okay. came to their mind. It's okay. just like ah, oh, that's hurt something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. So yeah, because if you think about it, what if like the pain is coming up into your hand mm-hmm. and you're receiving this message in your brain, but then by screaming. Whether it's swearing or not, you're able to expel some of that energy out through your mouth, and so it's not as painful. Well, what's that? Uh, what's that uh, saying? It's like I can help. I can help you with. I think it's a visual thing, but it's like I can help you with your sore back by shooting you in the foot. Like you're not going to be thinking <laughs> about your sore back at all. <laughs> I can help you with your sore back by shooting you in the foot. <laughs> That's I mean, pretty it's just, funny. It's simple examples like that. Like, of course you're not going to be worried about your sore back. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's pretty funny. Man, what time are we at right now? Uh, we're going on, like, 37 minutes. We can go for a few minutes longer. Nice. Yeah, this is fun. This is, this has been an enjoyable, right enjoyable the, roller coaster. This one, right off the bat, took off. Yeah. Or the I'm other one, it takes some happy. time, but, um... Well, we were a little more philosophical, too. Yeah. I think that helps. I think both of us trend towards being a little more introspective. I, um, yes. I had this experience in college where I sat there and I was eating an orange and I peel it back and I opened it up like I put my thumbs in the middle and I opened it up so I had one half of an orange in each hand. Yeah. And I just had this moment where I was like, wow, like, this this thing was grown, and now it's feeding me, and the orange skin, if this was outside, I just toss it on the ground, and I just, like, I had this moment of, like, just, like, the circle of life, yeah, just, like, the cycle of everything, I was like, whoa, this is pretty wild. But I have noticed, like, if you, that the way that I can verbalize it, for me, where it makes sense, I don't know about other people, like, life is life, man. Life mimics life. And everything is in everything else. And you can see patterns and nuances and things that you think are completely unrelated, but somehow everything comes around full circle. And it's, like, really cool when you just, like, observe Interesting. Or observe stuff. 
See, I think my my philosophy, and maybe this is the same kind of thing of, of life, is that everything is connected. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and that's yeah. That, that really that really sums up just my general worldview. Everything sort of goes back to. But but for example, I think of for example like things that are completely unrelated. Um, let's say the experience, life experience of a human being. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one thing. Um, weather patterns. Yeah. You know the seasons. There are seasons in life as there are in in with like the weather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are ups and there are downs. Everything's come. Everything comes around full circle. You know, something that might be really really crappy in your life is happening to make you stronger, but also to kill off anything that is of no more that is no more useful to you. For example, like winter, mm. you know, killing off all sorts of bacteria and insects and animals and, you know, sorry, but if you can't survive winter, you're gone. Your genes are out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's oh. one thing. Weather okay. patterns. I like, Yeah, dude. So I like sometimes just observing life is fun. Gosh, I love nature. Mm. And it's like the more the more you learn about how connected everything yes. is, the yes. less you realize you know about how like the just the vastness. I um there was a spider in my house the other day. I was walking down the steps and it had like was hanging there. Mm. And as I was walking down the steps, I it's like in the middle of where the stairs are. So I just kind of like turned my chest and kinda like kinda walked past it a little bit because I just wanted to let it hang there. <laughs> I just wanted That's to let cool, it hang man. there, do its thing. Like, sometimes, like, a spider, you might find a spider in, like, the bathroom maybe, or something maybe, maybe that's the spider that catches the Zika mosquito that was flying oh, in your window. one thing that happened weird, crazy, though, that I was at my, uh, my Reiki healer, and she was, like, she just randomly pulled this thing out. Uh, <clears throat> she mentioned something about, like, uh, sewing, I can't remember what it was. I think she said something like, do you know anybody named this name or something like that? Or so-and-so says hello, or she mentioned, she mentioned some little thing. Um, and I, it caught my attention and then she said something else and I was like, oh my gosh, there was a spider in my room that was along the wall and it was walking it was like walking towards me when I was lying on my bed and I didn't brush it away I didn't kill it I just kind of acknowledged it I acknowledged it and I gave it a name and uh she somehow strung together these dots that I that I was like man this is pretty funny and you're this is I'm guessing by your facial expression this you are not giving me the Rick's seal of approval. You um, go. Dude, I love this shit, man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, this is... It's funny. Um, it's funny that you believe that stuff. I'll, Dude, you should go, and you I, will... You know what? I'm, op- I'm open to anything. No, you're I, not. You are not open to... I'm open to anything. I'm, I'm just saying, things. in my experience... That's not a psychic. In my experience... It, ten, it there tends to be a, a psychological element that goes on. There, those type of people tend to be very good at understanding and, and actually manipulating the human expression because the way that they 
the way that they frame their whatever whatever it is that they're trying to get across to you is they they're able to see the minute facial muscles. She's not looking moving. at me when this yeah. happens. And she's voice behind inflections. Me. She's behind you. What kind of? What I'm lying kind of, on this bed. Right. And she's got her hands right next to my head. But you should go. Okay, I'll go. And I'll I'll keep it on my mind. Fine. I'll keep it. Go. Let's I, we'll go. And how about this? I mean, this, this I'm, I'm not gonna. Doing. I'm not going to suspend my knowledge of reality. No, no. But, I'm just asking you. But I'm, I'm just. Asking I'm not going to go in saying this is bullshit. No, I'm asking you to just be open minded. I'll be open minded. I'm. I'm perfectly okay if you say stuff like, "Well, this resonated with me" or "This didn't." But I'm asking you to come into my world. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to see what that world looks like. And. If you enjoyed yourself, if you had, if you had an okay time, then you need to buy me sushi. Okay. <laughs> and if I don't have an enjoyable time, um, you buy me sushi. No, because <laughs> it's so easy if you just say no. I don't have a good time. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you. Fine. Let's set something up then. But I can't. I I can't make that. Because it's a bet. Oh, that's right. So, as okay. nice as nice as that would be, but. All right. Well, we're, you're gonna get what you would. We'll just talk about it afterwards. Yeah, because I mean, I've I I'll be honest. In, especially in the past couple of years, I've been surprised at the experiences that I've had in how positive they can be in just understanding another port portion of the world that I didn't understand before. So, like, that's how I'll approach it. It's like, this is something that I don't understand, but maybe by experiencing it, I can start to understand, you know? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you hear things that nobody else knows but you, or very few people know. It's like, wow, there's no way this person could have known this. And it's very relaxing, too, when you're done. Yeah. You get all, like, the... You, you, you have to drink a lot of water afterwards because you get all the spiritual impurities just completely out. Get the chakras all opened up, closed back up. It's great. I need to go to another appointment. I haven't been in like two months, but I got to go back. Hey, if it's relaxing. But we're at about 45. That's a good place, man. So with that, I say namaste. namaste. <laughs>